0: "'appropriate to his mood at least. "'But then, to match that, "'he needed thunderclouds and torrential rain. "'At this rate, he might find his wish coming true. "'He crossed to a lichen-encrusted bench "'under an ancient yew-tree, "'flopped down, and drained the last of the wine in his glass, "'before leaning back and listening "'to the gentle murmur of voices from within the castle. "'It had been his for thirty years now. "'Every grey stone and every strip of ancient mortar, his to love and to cherish, till death, well, there was no need to go there, not again. The events of the morning, events for which he was to blame, seemed to block out any kind of future. He half wished that he could change places with Rory, who seemed far more capable of a phlegmatic view of life, far more willing to accept what fate threw at him, and to deal with things one step at a time. That had been his own approach, until that morning. He looked up at the castellations and turrets that stood out ever darker against the leaden sky. What had they seen in the last hundred and sixty years? Worse situations than the one that faced him now? Charlie shuddered involuntarily and lowered his eyes to the milling throng, "'who were now spilling out of the vast oak door "'and on to the powdered granite drive of the castle. "'They were laughing, most of them, "'happily lubricated by the passable Sancerre "'and unremarkable Merlot. "'He should be there, really, "'thanking them for coming, wishing them well. "'But the girls would do that, "'along with their eligible husbands. "'Eligible,' he winced, "'and watched as they bade their guests farewell.' Ellie, the eldest one, slender as a willow wand, her blonde hair brushing the shoulders of her smartly tailored jacket. Her husband, Archie, the banker, at her shoulder, smiling that knowing smile of his. It had always irritated Charlie. Well, once he'd found out what Archie was really up to, anyway. An overheard phone call, in which he was brokering some deal that was clearly of dubious legality had left Charlie in little doubt as to his modus operandi. On the other side of the door, Lucy, the middle of the three girls, who looked most like her mother, stood with her arm through that of her farmer husband, Richard, his cheeks as ruddy as those expected of a man who worked the land, his tweed suit the texture of steel wool and of a shade of green that would enable him to blend into the moorland and disappear from view "'something he seemed to infinitely prefer to the agonies of being in company. "'And where was Sarah? "'Charlie scanned the eddying throng to spot her "'and then saw her being pulled out of the front door by Rory, "'intent on introducing her to the lucky girl plucked from the trio, "'of whom his son was clearly enamoured. "'This was obviously the chosen one, "'the one whose future was about to be blighted.' "'Rory would have wanted Sarah's approval. "'As twins, they seldom operated independently. "'Charlie had wondered at first "'why Rory had given his approval to Sarah's marrying Nick, "'a high-flying lawyer whose sorties overseas "'would keep him away from her for half the year at least, "'until the obvious struck him, "'that Sarah would be closer to Rory that way "'and perhaps more reliant on him. "'There was no sign of Nick today.' Bangkok, Sarah had said, and her father had, once again, feared the worst. The perfect family, the words echoed in his head. It was a particularly hollow echo. With one daughter married to a man, Charlie considered an absentee shit of the first order. Another, to a pleasant but pathologically shy and monosyllabic farmer, and a third to a banker who steered a perilous course that teetered between litigation and corruption. Perfection was not the word that sprang most readily to mind. As Rory patted the bottom of his latest enamorata by way of farewell, it retreated even further. But they were his children, and Charlie loved them in spite of it all. Loved them, and vowed to take care of them, come what may. Charlie leaned back on the bench trailing his sleeve as he did so in a pile of fresh pigeon droppings shit he muttered then the particularly apposite nature of his exclamation struck him and he left